Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, many years ago, I was at a county fair and I was on a ride called the Twister. And normally that's probably a three to five minute ride. But the person running the controls walked away. I don't know if he had to go for a smoke break, a bathroom break, get a sandwich, whatever the case was, he was nowhere to be found. And I was stuck on that ride for 10, 15, felt like 20 minutes. I was getting sick. Well, that's how I felt about my card on Sunday. And that's how I felt about most of this past week. It was a roller coaster. I had three good days. I had three really bad days. There just wasn't a whole lot in between. It was either good or it was bad. And I just went off the roller coaster because, wow, what an interesting ride it's been. So let's recap the card for Sunday. Oh, the handicap at least went two and one. That's my uh, highlight of the day, I guess. I cash in the Bengals and the Cowboys. Felt like it should have been three and oh. I had the Browns at a plus three and a half. They're up three late in the fourth quarter. My guy, PJ Walker, throws an interception. Seattle gets the football, drives down, gets the last minute touchdown to win the game by four. Plus four available much of the day on Sunday. Unfortunately for me, I only had the three and a half, so I lost by the half a point. Home underdogs went four, four, and one. Yes, I had to add a ninth home underdog. Flipped during the course of the week, so I added the Colts. They got beat, so that was a loser. I lose Washington. I had the plus six and a half. Plus seven was available much of the week. Ends on seven. I lose by the half a point. And then somehow, some way, I pushed the New York Giants plus the three. How did that football game go to overtime? I don't understand. Felt like the home underdogs deserved better on Sunday but they finish 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. Prop bets had a bad read on Sunday. My worst week of the year for the prop bets. I go 3-6. and six. The first quarter unders, oh boy. Yeah, I have a high pain tolerance, but this is testing me to the max. I went 2 and stinking 12. I hate the first quarter unders. I want to go back to my first half unders. They were much more profitable, but I am pot committed at this point, so I'm not jumping off the train, but it is absolutely crushing the bankroll right now, so I don't want to talk about it. NHL, I lose on the Devils. They win 4-3. to three. The Wild get a goal with about five minutes to go to make it a one-goal game, and then, unfortunately for me, the Devils have a couple chances at the empty netter. They can't get it done, and I lose the bet. NBA, how about this? The American Samoa quarter that had so much good luck last year during the college basketball season, it delivered in the NBA for me. My first 20-point win in about 20 years on the NBA hardwood. So we'll bring the quarterback again today on the card. But Sunday's in the past, last week's in the past. I think I'm off the twister now. I'm off the ride, and hopefully I'll have my feet on the ground this week and I can do a little better. But let's get to the card here for Monday. The first game, it's game three of the World Series. Ever since I had a really bad wild card round, correlating a ton of plays and getting crushed, I've actually done okay in baseball. I didn't want to mention it, but things have been going okay. Now, tonight is the test. I feel like everything is going to go to the over. I feel like I should correlate everything on the card. So every bit of energy and discipline that I have is being put to the test because I want to bet the first inning over. I want to bet the first five over. I want to bet the game over. I want to bet Christian Watson or Christian Walker. I'm thinking football there. Christian Walker, Evan Carter, Corbin Carroll, Corey Seager. I love their hits plus runs plus RBIs tonight but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try to stay disciplined. It's Brandon Fott going for Arizona. 
He had a 5.72 ERA in the regular season with multiple trips to the minors, a 2.70 ERA in the postseason, two and two-thirds innings, three runs at Milwaukee, four and a third innings, no runs against the Dodgers, five and two-thirds innings, no runs against the Phillies, four in, or four innings, two runs at the Phillies in a game that mattered a ton. He's had really good stuff, 22 strikeouts over just 16 and two-thirds innings for Fott in the playoffs. His playoff home numbers have been great. Regular season home ERA was higher than his road. Night ERA was higher than his day split. So both of those splits are a concern. One start against the Rangers this year. His debut back in May, he went four and two-thirds innings, giving up seven runs on nine hits, including four home runs. That's not good. Meanwhile, it's Max Scherzer on the bump for the Rangers, a 3.77 ERA in the regular season, a 9.45 ERA in the postseason. Four innings, five runs against Houston, two and two-thirds innings, two runs at Houston, one start this year against Arizona back on July the 4th. He went six innings, allowing four runs, five hits, and three homers. Not good as well. So you can see all the things that I'm seeing to see overs here on Monday night, but I'm seeing too many overs, and I don't want to correlate too many things. So I'm actually going to take a step back and make just one bet on this game. Give me the Texas Rangers on the money line, minus the 110 at Arizona. The Rangers are 8-0 and on the road in the postseason. They're tied with the 96 Yankees for the best mark in playoff history. I think they get number nine tonight. So once again, give me Texas on the money line at Arizona. So after all that talking about the overs, prop bets to the overs, I'm taking it easy. Just one bet on game three of the World Series. Next up, we go to the National Football League. It's the Las Vegas Raiders plus the seven and a half at the Detroit Lions. So maybe this is just wishful thinking for me. A Lions loss in my purple. The Vikings are just a game out of first. The Raiders are three and four. They're coming off an ugly 30 to 12 loss at Chicago last week. They're three and four against the spread this year as well. The Lions are five and two straight up and against the spread. They're coming off a poor showing by 32 last week at Baltimore. Now, I know the Lions are better, much better, but laying more than a touchdown against a defense that has proven to be challenging at times this year might be a bit much. Josh Jacobs, remember, did win the rushing title last year. Devontae Adams was third in receiving yards. And Jimmy G, who's expected to go tonight, is 43-19 and as a starter. Monday Night Football was always special to the Raider organization under Al Davis. Just win, baby. And a win here would really help cool the seat for head coach Josh McDaniels. I do have a long memory when it comes to the Lions, the Motor City Kitties. I will be one of the last to fully believe in this team. So please give me the Raiders, plus the 7.5 on the road at Detroit. First quarter system bet. I don't want to bet it. I'm sure I'm going to lose on it but give me the under nine and a half at a minus 108. I'm just going to continue to do it. I'm pot committed, so I'm going to stay the course, but I don't want to talk about it. Next up, three prop bets. Jared Goff, over 23 and a half completions. I think the Raider D tends to give up that underneath stuff, dink and dunk. I'm going to, I'm thinking high volume pass completions. Yeah, so let's go Goff over the 23 and a half completions for the Lions. At running back, it's Josh Jacobs over the 19 and a half yards receiving. 
Jacobs has actually been under this number in back-to-back weeks. Prior to that, though, he went over in four of his first five to start the season. Targets were down with Jimmy G out. Jimmy G, once again, should be back tonight for the Raiders. So I think the attempts should be back. So the target should be back. So once again, let's take Jacobs over the number, over 19 and a half yards receiving for the Raiders. Then at tight end, it's Sam Laporta, over 43 and a half receiving yards for the Lions. I also like the over three and a half reception prop, but that's weighted or juiced at a minus 165. A little too rich for my blood. So I'm going to roll the dice on the yards. Laporta has had four or more catches in six of seven games. That's really good. He's gone over this 43 and a half number in five of seven. So the price differential there, I kind of like the minus 115. So the Raiders have yet to give up this type of number to any tight end this season, but this is also the best tight end that they will have faced this year. So once again, give me Laporta over the 43 and a half yards receiving for Detroit. Then on the frozen pond, it's not working. So we're going to shake it up tonight. It's the New York Rangers at the Winnipeg Jets. It's a first period under one and a half goals at a minus 105. Yeah, if the puck line's not working, let's do something different and let's try the first period under between the Rangers and the Jets. Then in the NBA, it's the Brooklyn Nets at the Charlotte Hornets. The total is 229 and a half. So I had to flip the American Samoa quarter again, trying to see if we can go to 2 and 0 behind the quarter in the NBA. Tails again. Tails means under. So I'm on the Nets and the Hornets under the 229 and a half tonight in the NBA. So let's recap the card for Monday. Oh, I am so tempted to put in a ton more wagers in Major League Baseball, but I'm going to try to maintain discipline tonight. I'm on the Rangers money line minus the 110 at Arizona. That's the only bet. You can throw the first inning out, the first five, the game. Christian Walker, Evan Carter, Corbin Carroll, Corey Seager. I'm not going to bet him, but I so badly want to. So watch, they'll run the table 7-0, and I won't touch him. But I'm on the Rangers money line, minus the 110. National Football League, I'm on the Las Vegas Raiders, plus the 7.5 at the Detroit Lions. The first quarterback that never seems to win. I'm on the under 9.5 at a minus 108. Your prop bets, Jared Goff, over 23.5 completions. Josh Jacobs over 19 and a half yards receiving Sam Laporta over 43 and a half yards receiving on the frozen pond, New York Rangers, Winnipeg Jets first period under one and a half goals at a minus one Oh five. Then in the NBA, I'm on the Brooklyn Nets and the Charlotte Hornets under 229 and a half points. The week is over. It's a new day. It's a new week and let's have a lot of fun. So as always, everyone manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.